this is my favourite episode of Black Mirror. I have to say it now. Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to agree. I mean, there's episodes that I've enjoyed, but this is it's different. It, it, it hits different in every way you can possibly conceive. There's a few different stories going on throughout it. It gripped me so much, especially looking back at it now with things like the metaverse and with like technologies that are emerging. This is such a warning shot <laughs> to us in our current predicament that I don't know. I don't know there is an episode of Black Mirror quite like this as a warning shot. Especially as it was like just kind of out the blue because yeah. they hadn't done a season for a year and then all of a sudden they just rocked up with this special. I mean, it was, it was over, sorry, it was over a year. Water Moment aired on the 25th of February 2013. White Christmas didn't air till the 16th of December 2014. Yes. Yeah, so nearly two yeah, years. So it's almost two years. It's nearly a two year gap there. And it was it was a long it was a longer episode. And I'd imagine people had forgotten about it at this point. It was a lot. It was a longer episode by by Black Mirror standards because Black Mirror is usually between forty minutes to an hour, depending on the length of the story they want to tell. And yeah, this, yeah, this hit. Fuck me. So yeah, at the time it hit in a way that, like, again, like we're talking about White Bear, there there are some episodes of this that just make you feel a different way. But I don't know how you feel like before we do the rundown of it Rewatching it with the advances in technology we've had how much how much has changed about your feeling of how much more do you now think about the technology and stuff in, in this because at the time 2014 we weren't we weren't thinking this way no and i still think with a lot of the technology that we've got we're still quite far off i think with certain things like the eyes similar to willow grain it's like an advanced version of willow grain so it's literally just think like we're like are, a few years later we're from like, that, yeah, yeah, we're like, say, three, four years out from Willow Grain where you have an implant in the back of your ear and that records your memories. Then we're only a certain, say, six years out, seven years out from that upgrade, which turned from uh, a piece in the back of your ear to permanent lenses yeah. in your eye. I, I do, I'd almost think that lenses might come first. Because... I think wearables will come first. For in our timeline, if if they release glasses and Google were working on them, Google Google Glass, and they couldn't get it to work, but a few other co- Apple are still working on them, right? Where you put yeah. like a pair of glasses <laughs> like given this up on yet. now, you put these glasses on, and now these glasses are a computer, and you see through them. All your social media is there. All your contacts are there. The only thing would be. Do you wear like an earpiece that allows you to connect to your? Yeah, glasses? but it might be part of the glasses, right? There might be a little dangly. Oh, in, yeah. in yeah, you just shove into your ear. So there you go. You know that's that's your whole basic. Your phone is obsolete because you're wearing these glasses. Because we've already got the watches. Yes, and a lot no, of people will use, A lot of people use those, and they're not as good as the phone, and they're not as good as the glasses will be. But <laughs> we're already wearing computers. Uh, we're not just carrying them in our pocket. We're wearing them now. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, our lives have progressed to a point where we need this shit. We've elevated to a point where completely removing yourself from it is almost detrimental to get rid of this technology because what do you digest in terms of uh, media at that point? Do you digest newspapers and the TV? Because that shit is completely corporate now. There's no it's un- it's opinion. Unnecess- it's unnecessary yeah, now. It, but it, but it's, it, it's so overly controlled. What you see is so curated and controlled. I don't watch it anymore. You don't get a, a diverse opinions on the news. You don't get diverse opinions on talk shows. You get the opinion that they want to show you and that's mm-hmm. it. 10, 20 years ago, you would still get people turning up for an argument. 
Yeah. You, you, you know, TV shows that I used to work on, like a TV show like Loose Women. But you used God. to have cunts turn up that like would argue with them and they'd go back and forth. But now, because they've those shows have also become very political, they want to talk about COVID. They want to talk about politics, Trump, fucking Brexit. But the opinion they have is decided by someone else. And no one is invited on who disagrees with them. Yes, it's not. It's not. So it's not a political discussion anymore. No, it, it's it's a fucking party political broadcast. So I don't, I don't own FreeSat. I don't own Sky. I do not pay my TV license because I do not have anything that requires me to pay my TV soon. license. Good. Fuck the BBC. I don't buy or read a newspaper. I don't even buy the local paper. Because it's a waste of money to me. The only, the only reason, you know, the only time I buy a local paper is when I want to make a fire at home so I can use it to start my fire. A bit of kindling, yeah. Literally, it's literally used because that's how my old, that's how my parents taught me how to make a fire. That's literally all I use. I will pay, I will happily pay one pound twenty or whatever it is for a fucking Guernsey press just to burn the cunt. It, honestly, it sounds really bad and it does sound horrible. I just don't care. I'm, I'm pissed off with how the world is enough. I just rather just shut myself in. Do what I want to do. Do the podcast. Do music. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to fucking get on with the shit that I want to get on with and fuck everybody else. I, I message my mates in America when I want to know something that's going on in America. What the fuck's this about? And they'll tell me. I, I get my opinions from listening to a variety of different podcasts. I listen uh, to podcasts. Different people. But all mine are fictional. <laughs> yeah, no, I listen to stuff where they like. I listen to Joe Rogan. Listen, I'll stick up for the guy. I think the way he's being treated at the moment is fucking stupid. I think people are retarded and they need to actually listen to him before they fucking criticize. But Joe Rogan will have a guy on who is pro vaccines, and then a week after we have someone who says, "Hang on a minute, we need to look at these longer." But they only focus on the time he has the guy who says... They don't look at both sides of the fence that he's portraying. Yeah, and it's not that he himself has this opinion. It's he is going to talk to people who have that opinion. Yeah. And then he might have someone who's coming on to talk about algorithms. Then he might have someone who's coming on to talk about MMA. Then he has a, a comedian on and they're just joking and making talking about their dick and balls. Like we do on this fucking podcast. I found, shit. A, I found a podcast actually recently called... Um, is it called Stiff Socks? <laughs> have you heard of them? No. There's some, something called Come Town, right? And I don't know what it is, right? There's a podcast called Come Town. Stiff Socks sounds similar. Someone said to me, I, I found your fucking podcast because I like Come Town. And I was like, <laughs> what? And they were like, yeah, no, I really like Come Town. Well, I don't what, think what so. Have I, don't, I don't think what, so. What have we said that's this, this well, brutal? So I found this podcast. Uh, the only reason I found this podcast, yeah, which was really random because it turned up on my Instagram. And they, uh, they are, it's um, Trevor Wallace and Michael Balenstein. They're two comedians. And they were interviewing uh, Mia, Mia Malkova, who's a porn star. Yeah. And it rocked up on my Instagram. And it was, it kind of it popped me a little bit because apparently one of the hosts has got a, like a foot fetish. <laughs> and, she, and she literally got her feet out and he was literally losing his shit oh Jesus so I was just like this has popped me a little bit I'm gonna go listen to this episode and I literally went and listened it was actually a really interesting episode because she was just talking about how what her life is like in the industry and, well she's like you know she's like you know people watch porn and they see a half an hour episode or a half an hour scene that's two days three days she, yeah. you know, no not so much but she's there for eight to ten hours a day literally just filming this scene and the guy's got to stay hard for like five hours <laughs> and she's she even told me she's like oh yeah some guy literally blows his load too early they get someone into stud and someone else takes over i got offered work on porn and i went freelance from tv and i turned it down do you know how much mia makes on only fans a month hundreds of thousands 150 grand a month. 
I'm not. I mean, she's already gone that way. She's she's a porn star. She's already gone down that dark road. But I would not recommend anyone. No, I wouldn't. But start, she seems, she, know, seems, she seems to enjoy it. She seems to be fine with her. Yeah, but then it, it might change when she wants to have kids and wants to get married, and she's getting in. Her she's 50s. been married twice. <laughs> it ain't working out. Something's not right there, right? But because you know she's married porn stars. Well, that's even worse. She's married other porn stars, which apparently when she's her... seventy years old, I'm sure she'll be very happy with her porn career. I'm pretty sure she'll be happy when with the money she's made. When she's got no mates, she's got no one to leave it to. She's, she's fucking rotting Maybe. in her house on her own. Most of them retire when they get to about a certain point. Most of them retire. And then they about... find some beta male simp to marry and have a kid and all that. All good. It does happen, but... But let's get back on topic. We digress. Yes, so the rundown for this episode. The rundown for the legendary episode of White Christmas. So, we start off with a chap making himself... Starting to prep... Uh, he's peeling potatoes. I say starting to prep. He's peeling potatoes, and it's Christmas Day. It's in a cabin, which is looking like it's overtaken by a blizzard. It looks like it's in the Antarctic or something. Yeah, yeah it looks like it. So it's, uh, it's very obvious as soon as he starts speaking that he's American. His name is Matt. And he is played by who some would con- consider the legendary John Hamm. He's, he's fucking phenomenal. Guy, he was my pick for a Negan. Yes. Because I was reading the comics before the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's got to be John Hamm. And then I saw the news going, Negan has been announced, the actor. And they're like, Jeffrey D. Morgan went just as good. Oh, that's no, right. Yeah, no, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I didn't no. even know John Hamm was considered. I saw Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I was like, I'm brilliant. Down, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, no, I'm was, down. It was the same. As like, soon as that guy's knew, incredible actor. So I knew, I knew John Hamm was considered, and I was like, that is perfect. That is perfect. When they said Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I was like, I never thought of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's just as good yeah. as John Hamm. <laughs> and so, he is. And yeah, yeah. Up until I stopped watching it, he was always perfect for me. Brilliant. He's, yeah. He's he, itchy. If the only reason I continued watching it is because he was playing because Negan. he was in it. Yeah. And I'm a big fan, but I eventually they even killed that for me just went stupid yeah so it's him and then his uh was his cabin mate yeah it's his work mate what uh, something and yeah. it's very apparent he's english and he is called cooper and he is played by raffi spoll i've who, seen him in a few things but i uh yeah he's been in he's been in he wow he wrote he's one of the writers for life of pie okay start. but yeah looking at his in his uh, his IMDb history, he's been in Men in Black International. He was in um, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Uh, he has been in the 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 more recent remake of the uh, the BFG. Yeah, he's been in a fair amount. Of yeah, stuff. yeah, he's got. He's in the World's End. He was in the World's End at one point. Yeah. I, that might be where I recognise him from. The World's End. Prometheus. He was in that. You know, he's 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 had some, he's had some good fucking roles going for him. You know, he's got a decent established career. He's been going long enough. He's got he's got yeah, funny enough, sixty nine credits. Nice. He's got sixty nine credits to his uh, to his to his title. So yeah, they, you know, they come in. He's like he's a little bit weird. He's like doesn't quite understand what's happening. And he's like, well, that's because Matt goes was because we haven't chatted in a while. You know, we've been here five years. Yeah, he's like you are the hardest cunt to talk with. That's yeah, kind of yeah, his yeah. You're, you're like, already good conversation. Really? You know, we've been here five years and you haven't really said. You barely said five sentences to me. So you know, it's it's He's like, it's Christmas. I'm gonna make us some dinner, and uh, we're gonna chat. So they sit down, and Matt kind of gets into a story about why he is in this cabin. Well, he says, how did you get here? And he's like, you're still not talking. Does it make you feel better if I tell you why I'm yeah, here? So he's he, kind of got that he, yeah, attitude. He, st- he starts on. to bring, he starts to explain his story of like, why he seems to be in some sort of exile. So, Matt. Or recap- like, not even exile. You know, like you hear these people like, 
they fuck up their life and then they take a stupid job position somewhere. They're like, oh, there's a, job to, there's a job position looking at fucking apes in Africa and they're like, I'm taking it because I'm fucking off because I've fucked up my whole life. So it's not even implied that they've ever really done anything illegal. It's implied that like, they, they fucked, fucked up, up and they've they've run away to do a stupid job. Well, I always call I always class that sort of thing as exile. It Get is fucking it is. up and you go into exile. But you hear people do this stuff. People go, like, oh fuck it, I'm going to study penguins. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fuck up. Yeah, to they the, fuck I'm gonna fuck up to the coldest region in yeah. the world because I fucked up. I didn't think I need time to cool down. They're gonna pay me sixty grand to stay there for two years. I know it ain't a big wage, but they pay me. Sixty grand eat- for two years is actually less than what I earn. So it is. But what I'm saying is, but then you go there, all your food's there. You ain't got any expenditure. So people do oh you eat these people like um people don't do it so much anymore, but at least fifteen, twenty years ago, you used to hear people to fuck off to the monastery. Yeah. People fuck off they just fuck off. I'm joining the fucking priesthood. I fucked yeah. up. I had to go on a underage girl and I'm off to the monastery. <laughs> people, well, it'll be underage boys. <laughs> now. Nonsense, I'm, nonsense, I'm gonna fucking exile myself. Okay. Yeah, to break the ice and everything, Matt starts telling Cooper his story. So Matt uses a an eye link which similar to willow grain but allows other people to watch through your eyes so it's like the willow grain from season one but has streaming capabilities yes it's very similar to tiktok it's very similar to like holding your phone out and letting people see what you're doing pov porn all that is very similar um, to that it's very similar to what is later on in the episode is um called z eyes so it allows you to hook up and live stream pretty much your pov in a way so matt is a dating expert pickup artist yeah Yeah, pickup artist and he is working with a guy called harry harry is going on a date but it's not so much a date as in he is literally going to the pub to hook up with some random bird to meet women and he's going to take the advice of this guy why other people pay to watch the See, but you don't know about the pain, pain to watch just yet. The setup is he is talking a guy through, he's telling him what to say, how to act. Don't put the drink up, pick that empty bottle up. You don't want to look like a guy standing around with no drink. Like he gives him all this advice on, and it, it makes sense. Like everything he says to him is perfect, perfect, and it, yeah, yeah. And, and, no, yeah, and not in a hitch kind of way where it's a little bit silly. If you're, looking, if you're looking to pick up a bird or you're looking to just try and hit up what with he someone, says is very practical, it's very, very practical. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the movie Hitch can be a bit goofy and silly, but this is practical. Like, yeah. when he says, Look, you're standing around with no drink, grab the empty bottle, that's that is perfect. That is perfect. Like, now you don't look like a knobhead with no drink, now you look like a guy who's almost finished this. You the know, technology that they have. In in this in this reality, allows Matt to check the profiles of every single person that he sees. It's pretty like much it's, yeah. It's automatically tagging everybody that he sees, and Matt can just go. Her name is this. She does this. These are her hobbies. It's like it's like it's, like, it's, it's literally like using sort of like. Well, we see this Facebook... technology in Nosedive. In in season yes. three, we see it in those dives. But it's yeah. like it's like having a Facebook contact lens that allows you to look up someone's profile. And they tell you who you are. And it tells you everything about them that they have available on their profile. Which we're almost at. Like if you could get face recognition on your phone. Which you can, to a certain extent. To a certain extent. You could pap, as they call it, paparazzi. You could take a picture of the random chick on the bus, right? Who thinks she's hot. You can be like sneaky picture and then go, Who is this? And it would tell you I mean, that technology... Not far off. 
I would say it's there. They just haven't released it. Yeah. The FBI and shit can do that. So they so, just haven't let our, their creepy cunts use it yet. Well, they already do it with cameras. So only a matter of time. So they, Harry goes to this pub where there's an office party in the back. Goes in. Clocks a um, blonde bird. And then he clocks a brunette. And Matt gets up these profiles. That's yep. who you're going to speak to. He's like, which one do you want? And he goes, I want the brunette. He goes, okay, cool. Grab that bottle. Go and chat to the blonde. Tell her a joke. One we practiced. And, One that works. Yep. And just form a conversation. Yeah. So he does. While ignoring the brunette, which is the one he's interested in, and she feigns the interest. <laughs> so this episode, it, it, that part of it, it's, it, what he is saying, the advice he's given there, is real advice. They must have studied a lot to get I did some, to, to I did, know that. I actually I did something similar once or twice with mates of mine who was single. And I had a mate of mine, I was like, some bird at the bar. And I was like, Hi, what's your name? Have you met my friend here? Yeah, and then, a lot of guys do that. And then, and, then, and then he would like, oh yeah, hi, I'm such and such. And I would just go, I'll leave you two to it and I'm just going to unbugger off. And I'd literally just leave him to it. And unfortunately, a lot of my mates aren't very good closers. So it used to matter. As much as you can try like to set Tien, them up. who sits there and talks about fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> so we'll jump back in. Um... Yeah, so Matt's watching through Harry's eyes as Harry is chatting up this blonde while ignoring the brunette. The brunette is played... She's the wildling. By, yes, she is played by uh, Natalia Tina, who is most well-known for Game of Thrones, where she played Osha, the wildling. The one that looked after Bran and... Yeah. yeah. Or... For Harry Potter fans again, Nymphadora Tonks. Oh, she is. She's the Nymphadora big, big Tonks. Hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, in the Harry Potter films, so she plays the brunette called Jennifer, and uh, yeah. So Matt kind of eventually gets Harry alone with this brunette, and uh, yeah, things are going quite well. He's doing quite well for the night. You know, you know, he's chatting her up. She's receptive, and then we jump back to. Matt and Cooper chatting in the in the cabin, and there's a little thing that I noticed. I noted when um, Cooper's looking at the clock, and at one point it says twelve seventeen, and then they have a bit. He looks looks back at Matt. He says a couple more words, and he looks back. All of a sudden, the clock has changed to two forty three. Yeah, so time is not acting. Right. Times times weird in this in 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 wherever they are. We don't know what it is, but something's very. Something's weird, not I, didn't, quite I didn't normal. pick up on that. When I watched it, I was like, I thought, has the clock not moved? I thought it was a goof. I thought it was a goof originally. Because they show it. And I remember thinking, because I didn't clock the time the first time. And when it got to the second shot, and I was like, okay, has time stood still? I was like, because I didn't write down or or look at what time it was. And I was like, okay, so the clock is broken or something. Because he's looking up at it as well. Matt is looking up at the clock. He kind of glances up and that's when we see it. And I was like, okay, something... Something's not right with the clock, but I don't know what it is. But you've clicked, you you've picked up that time has moved way too quick. In that couple it, of thirty seconds, in thirty seconds, they've jumped forward two and a half gone, hours. Yeah. So we jump back into Matt's story, and Harry's going really well with with Jennifer. Yep, they're chatting in the back room, and uh, she in <laughs> I imagine she invites him to come down her chimney because it's nearly Christmas, and uh, she invites him back to hers. And she then buggers off to the toilet. 
She's like, I've seen to use the little girl's room and she disappears. And he's like, holy fuck, holy fuck, this is happening. I can't believe yeah, like, you, And, and the, guy, the guy, the guy, that's when we see, like, Matt, it pans out and then Matt is literally got a screen to his right of, other people of like eight the other screen. guys all watching and it, it, it turns out that this is like some sort of like group yeah. of guys that are all out to try and pick up birds and he's the trainer so Matt is the trainer they're all these clients and it's like what do you guys watch reckon each other do it yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll try and give each other tips on what the fuck to do and how the best to execute certain things. Well, but the thing is, Matt's still in charge because they're like, oh, we could use this opener, we could use that. He's like, yeah, guys, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's at this point where Harry is chatting into his earpiece or whatever he's got in that allows him to communicate with, with Matt and the other guys. And Jennifer comes back and she sees him chatting to himself. And this is, sorry, I should have said this happens before. She, Just in the toilet. If she goes to the toilet and comes yeah, back. And, and she, this is when, this is the point where she invites him back to hers. Because they're, talk, they're talking about the fact that she wants to quit her job and she wants to get away from things. And he's like telling her that she should just, she do, just it. do it. Just, go for it. You if know. you want to get away from it, or do it. And she's like, do you know what I mean? They just never shut up. Yeah. It's it, it's always something. It, 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 all the time, it's talking, talking, talking. Never shut up. They never shut up. They always say this. They always say that. Yeah, and he thinks he's talking about his work, her workmates. She's talking about voices in her head. Yeah. And now she's seen him talking to himself and thinks he does understand me. Yeah. So she invite him. She invites him back, and he's a bit a bit clumsy about how he operates himself. But she's like, bedrooms on there to the left. So he makes his way into the bedroom and she makes them a drink. And then she gives it to him as she's sitting on him. He takes a sip and then realizes something is wrong. Very quickly. Very, very quickly. And Within 30 seconds, he starts coughing up blood. Yeah, I mean, he, it's very quickly yeah, that yeah, this it, drink fucks whatever up. Whatever it is, it's cyanide or it's, it's something toxic. So he takes a sip, realizes that something's wrong, starts trying to bargain his way out. But she's like, no, no, no. You hear them too. I know you hear them. I saw you. You are talking to yourself. You hear the voices as well. You're the one telling me that I should just get out. And now she's drinking the shit as well. Yeah. So basically, she shoves a funnel down his mouth and pours the drink in. Finishes it off, yeah. And the guys are just like, off, what turn the, the fuck? <laughs> They're like, right, burn it. Get rid of it all. Yeah. Delete the drives. I'm going to burn all this shit. So Matt basically bins everything. Runs out the house, Gets and that's when, we, that's, that's when we realize that Matt has a family and a child. Well, he has a wife and a child, and he um, he accidentally steps on a child's toy, which wakes up his wife, and she comes up, what the fuck is going on? And that's when she's like, we well, sure explain what he's why doing. is your computer and all this shit in the bin? And that's where we leave it with him. Yes. So then we dive out. They have a bit more of a conversation. Nothing nothing weird, you know. She finds out that he's done and we jump back out. So then then in the second story Yeah, and it's at that point he's like, That's how I ended up here and he's like well, you used to use men to pick up women, that was your job and he was like, Oh no, no. No, no, this no, was no, my no, job. No, this was my job. So then we then we learn about Matt's job. So Matt was a salesman. So we jump into uh, Una Chaplin again, Game of Thrones alumni. Yep. Killed in the Red Wedding is Rob Stark's That's wife. Rob Stark's wife, yeah. So we jump into her in a uh, um, hospital bed. Having a, a procedure. 
yeah, she, we don't know what the procedure is, but someone brings her her breakfast, and they're like, "Oh, I could eat before my operation." She goes, "Yeah, the 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 the, uh, the operation doesn't require you to have a empty stomach." He's like, she gives out this little thing. Is like, "Oh, my toast is a little bit overdone. Could yeah. you could you redo it for me?" And then doctors come straight in, knock her out. And the next thing we see is like floating a, around a in POV the room. of her coming out of her body. It's like, do you think it's like an out body experience? You think she's dying? That's what you would assume. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she wakes up in this white room wearing a black um, sort of like one piece. And she's like, what the fuck's happening? Where am I? Next thing she knows, the screen opens up and there's John Hamm. She's inside inside some some sort of device. Yeah. And he reveals that she is a, a piece of her consciousness that has been taken out of her but like replicated in the device yeah so an algorithm has copied her consciousness so a step on from what we were talking about in the first episode where they're using uh, your tweets and stuff to be able to recreate your consciousness yes now they are at a certain point in your life because obviously like when you're 60 that would be different the consciousness if you took your consciousness today scott and put it into something and then wait until you were 60 or 80 to activate that's outdated. it oh fuck yeah massively yeah, so but with her, it's like on that day of that operation, she's had her consciousness copied she and knows, put into a She knows a, an exactly Alexa. how yeah. herself likes everything to be. So, yeah, she is a she's in a something called a cookie. And it, it basically, it's like an Alexa device, right? It's like oh a, no, yeah. exactly that. It's just if you took your consciousness, put it into an Alexa device, and then hooked up your Alexa device to everything in your house, your lights, your temperature, your toaster, your cooker, everything. You couldn't do that then when this episode came out. No, you can. No, you can. Every everything with Alexa. You can buy light bulbs. You don't even need to ch- like people are like, oh, I've got to change the wiring in my house. No, 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 no. The light bulb has the Alexa attachment inside it. Mm-hmm. So now you can just go, Alexa, turn off light one. My mate's got that in his house. Fifty quid a bulb. But he's got it in his house. Yeah, but then them bulbs also ultra fucking whatever. They last for yeah. ten years. He literally just all, goes, yeah. Alexa, turn lights off. And, and the lights off. go off. Yeah, you Alexa, don't need to t- Alexa, switch. You turn don't... radiators off. Radiators go radiators off. Radiators go off, yeah. You, you can do it. The door. Alexa, answer the door. Well, because they've got the screen now that you can have on the door to see who's outside. Fuck so, me. So you can say, Alexa, who's ringing the doorbell? And it will show up on your screen, on your phone. Right. That, that's, that's, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, so this this version of her, uh, her name is Greta, and yeah, this this consciousness of Greta wakes up in this device. John Hamm explains what she is. She is basically Alexa. Yeah, but her herself feels like the real person. Yes, because that's what she does. Yeah. And she is stored in this place, and she is to control the entire house so that the real Greta doesn't have to. So when it comes to whatever time Greta wants to wake up. Some orchestral music plays, the blinds go up, and Greta wakes up from her very bland, white house. And she goes about her day. What are my schedules? This is what her schedules are. She has everything at her disposal without her having to do anything about it. Because she now has this cookie who can... Who knows exactly what what she's like and how she likes things. If she she likes her toast slightly underdone. You know how this, to do it. This knows how to do it. And 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 if it's defiant, John Ham, his job is it's not just a salesman job. It's a to break them. To he 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 has to break human psyche into being compliant. Yeah, so basically, before everything kicks into gear with, with this uh, um, this consciousness of Greta agreeing and uh, being obedient, John Ham 
leaves her in some sort of weird stasis, stasis for yeah. three weeks where the con- where us on the outside it's a matter of seconds to her it's three weeks yeah so she is imagine your consciousness or you stuck in a white room with nothing with nothing can't for sleep, three weeks you can't, can't eat yes nothing. you just sat there for three weeks and then when she again refuses he leaves her for six months and that is when she breaks. And, and she's she went, like, I'll do it. Give me something to do. I've got to do right, something. Yes, I need something to do. I'm bored for fun. And then we just see her like just magically like doing everything. She yep. just starts. Now she's compliant. It's still the same day. It's like, yep, open the curtains. Because <laughs> everything's controlled by her. And she knows what the woman likes. She knows how the woman likes to be woken up. How she likes to have her schedule sorted out. Yep. She, not only that, she knows her personality. She's replying to emails. Forces her into complete submissive obedience. Yes. Yeah. Break. Yeah. Pretty much. Just imagine your consciousness being broken to submission. That's exactly what happens here. Yeah, and she becomes a mix between Alexa and a PA. Yes, exactly that. And not even a PA, like a step beyond. Like you wouldn't let your PA, like you've got a business meeting tonight. Um, do we sign it or not? Yeah, but we're not even sure if this device can speak, or it just understands the the. But it can what answer emails, right? That's the thing, like because you see that it can answer stuff, yeah. and it will answer them the way she would answer them because it is it's her. her. Yeah. So, so rather like so, uh, your boyfriend messages goes, "I love you, sweetheart." She can go, "Love you too." Yeah. She she can do because she knows that she, she go. Do you fancy fish tonight? She can she can do that because she knows that the chick would want would the ask, same fucking yeah, thing question and would agree with it. Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, it's I couldn't imagine. That. So <laughs> even we know something, even something as simple as that. I couldn't. I don't think I could. I don't think I. I, I mean, we've got Alexa at home, and to be honest, the only thing I use it for is question of the day. I use it for the quiz. Uh, you know, what I use it for. I go, what's the time? Telling <laughs> 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 time, ah! and then I'll say, play Spotify. Amy will go, what's the weather like in St. Peterport tomorrow? Because that's she works yeah, in town. Yeah, does that. Yeah, yeah. And that's literally, and I'll, I literally, yeah, I just go, Alexa, what's the question or of the day? Shit, like, I'm like, who the fuck starred in that TV show? Who is it? Like, and I'll ask. Uh, and yeah. it was stuff like that. But they're fucking very, it is still very helpful. Oh, yeah, of course like, it is. You know, but is. there are some people that must use it for every fucking thing. Well, yeah. Reminders, remind it's another one. I'll go, Alexa, set a timer for 15 minutes when I put something in the oven. Oh, I'll really? do that a lot, yeah. And it will, uh, it'll my oven up. has a timer, so I use a timer on the oven. Yeah, no, I don't even program the fucking timer. I just say, I literally, I put the food in, I know it's 20 minutes, and go, Alexa, remind me in 20 minutes, and it will go, 20 minutes, timer is up. And I'm like, okay, I need to take it out. Fucking hell, I don't even do that. Okay, so basically that just ends Matt's story, because there's nothing much else to tell about it. It's it just, it just a rough idea of what he does. So it's after a little bit of persuasion that he gets Cooper to trust him. Yeah, to trust him and open up, you know, they, he's told him everything about him. So, you know, spill the beans, baby. So this is where Cooper confides. So he talks about his uh, his girlfriend, Beth, and how, you know, their relationship at the start was was great. And they've got what they call ZIs, which are basically contact lens versions of willow grain in a way. But you see everything. Yeah, and everybody has them. You know, it's with all the stuff because obviously Matt's already set up with streaming through the eyes and all. yeah. So we've already kind of seen what the tech can do. Yeah. So yeah, we see we see him take it. We see Cooper taking photos of Beth outside her father's place on Christmas, and they go to a, a pub and Beth sings um, 
sings a song which is the same song that Abby sings in season one, episode two of um, 15 Million Merits. Yeah. You know, it's the same song, and it, like like we said in in the first like cover of season one, this 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 appears in every song, but it appears in every single season. Yeah, it appears in every single season. Some sorts of things, and the way that Cooper seems to portray their relationship is it's perfect. He's so happy with their relationship. He can't see the cracks. In it. No, but there's something you know. You can see that Beth isn't completely sold on how on how their relationship is. So they have a, a meal with uh, a Chinese guy that works with Beth and a cli- and um, a coworker that she's setting she him up with. She also works with him. She's setting them up together, and they you know that's they basically been in a relationship for a little while, and they're just having like a double date at their place. Um, as um, Beth goes to bed a bit early after everybody's left, and Cooper's cleaning up cleaning up after everybody, and he, as he's diving as he's putting the trash away, he notices a pregnancy test. Yeah. And finds out that Beth is pregnant. So he confronts her about it. And she's like, I'm not keeping the baby. I'm getting rid of it. To which causes this massive, massive argument, argument, which yeah. would, would, would happen. It was like, but it's our baby. She's like, it's my body. But it's, our, it's, yeah. it's ours. Yeah, so, you know, that, that shit happened. That shit goes down. and it's, it's a pretty heated argument to the point where something that is explained with having Z-Eyes is that you can block people. And what this means in terms of having Z-Eyes compared to just blocking someone off of social media therefore that you can't see and they can't see your profile is when you look at this person, they go from being completely clear like we see each other to a static, to silhouette. A static silhouette, which means you know that they've been blocked. And if you see them in the street, you know it's that person. Or, or not just that person, it's one of the people you've blocked. Because you might have blocked 20 people. Yes, it's so someone to it's avoid. someone that you want to avoid. You know you've blocked... And you can't hear them either. You hear a muffled... Yeah. A bit so, like when we've had too much to drink on this podcast and it starts getting a little bit... Mental. Mental, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Beth, she tells Cooper, look, just calm down. I'll, I'll, well, she didn't say that, but, you know, she'll unblock him in the morning. But she changes her mind and she literally leaves as he's waking up and he doesn't get the chance to unblock. So he literally is left in a mess wondering where the fuck is she is where she's gone. And she runs away from him. Yeah, yeah, she avoids avoids the living hell out of him. She avoids the living hell out of him. To the point where one day, she, um, he sees her in the street. Yeah, and he's he's tried to contact her. He's tried to go to her mates. They haven't seen her. She quit her job. Yep, she just 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 disappeared. disappeared. And he finds out, like, after a good few months. Oh, he can't see her either. If she blocks him, she sees a blurred silhouette. And he sees a blurred but silhouette. he will see one. So, so one day he sees the bur- blurred blur silhouette, silhouette in and he the supermarket. He hasn't blocked anyone. It must be her. But yeah. he also notices by the silhouette that she is now heavily pregnant. Yes. So he's like, you never, she, 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 she kept, she kept, baby, the, she kept yeah. the baby. So he tries to confront her and get her to unblock him, but she screams bloody murder and he gets arrested. So it results in him getting a restraining order which means it's now legally binding that they can never be unlocked and when the child is born that means that at the point in time we're at the laws of the internet have been incorporated into social society social society 
And everything I'm learning recently about where NFTs are leading us, this is the path they're leading us to. NFTs are now starting to become um, legal copyright. Basically, they want to change the law so that if you make the fucking stupid monkey NFT and I... Fuck it. I'm right-clicking and saving that. I'm breaking a copyright law. They want this law changed in multiple countries, which would mean... I've now made I've now made an illegal copy like you would with a movie or whatever, and I can be done for it's like copyright. pirating piracy, right? So they're looking to change the law of that, and that is going to be the first step of a internet rule or where you know internet becoming law, and they are openly petitioning for this globally in multiple major countries. For it to be copyrighted. For this to be when you buy an NFT. Yeah. Because what they want to do is uh, a big part of it. They want to clamp down on memes. So you might oh. do you you do a meme and it's from the office, right? So you, you we'll do the American office because I think more people have seen it, even though I prefer the British one. Yeah. Um, you do a meme of Ezio going, but the hell do I become an assassin? And then boom, you have the, it's parkour underneath it. Cause obviously he runs across roofs. If the people that own that series, the office decide that throws them with the bandana around his head saying parkour is an NFT. And they sell that to someone and someone pays a hundred thousand for it. No one can ever use that in a meme again because it is legally owned. And anyone who does try to use that as a meme again will be sued and done for copyright theft for that meme. And the reason they're going to do it with stuff that is famous in memes is because that stuff's already popular. People will buy it. Famous memes people are going to buy. The, the I'm something of a scientist yeah, myself. People that. are going to do that. That, that, that. They could sell them and make a couple hundred grand off one still image because some cunt will buy it. A Jake Paul or someone's going to fucking buy the fucking thing. But then legally, he owns the rights to that image. And because this is an internet craze and it's online... People are going to use this to make rules on the internet about images that you can or cannot share online. From video games, to movies, to TV shows, possibly even to music, or sound bites, or like, why are you gay? Like, that phrase, why are you gay, and him going, why are you gay? This like famous meme of him saying that, live on TV, could be auctioned off. So now, maybe, not only is the image the audio is locked off to someone, perhaps even commenting the words, why are you gay, to someone, is also now copyrighted. That is where the, that is where NFTs are leading. And this episode is already, it's showing you where that will, what's the next step? Blocking on social media will become legal. We need mass extinction. Well, we certainly need fucking some. Um, I think we need governments to realise that this stuff is dangerous and is dangerous and probably shouldn't be legalized but you've got major companies ubisoft <sighs> talking about it you've got square, Uni- square universal uh, pictures <sighs> disney looking into it and once these cunts get involved we're, we're game over because they're going to do it they will sell the fucking lion king mustafa fucking on a cliff image now, you can watch it in the film. It's not going to be removed from the movie. You can't do that. But but the still image of it online is now... Oh, some, some prick who paid 100 grand for it. Protected via some sort of online copyright. Fucking bullshit. And no, I mean, YouTube already do that with fucking shit. Anyway, I, I made a video that had one clip from the WWE with no sound, because I'm talking over it, of Shawn Michaels and Triple H backstage fighting someone, and it got a copyright strike by the WWE. <laughs> 
It, it was for three. It was for three seconds. The video got taken down for three seconds of brawling backstage. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like how? How have they fucking done that? Because if I wanted to make an advert, or if I wanted to make a uh, critique of something legally, you are allowed fair usage. You are allowed to show footage when you are talking about a product or or reviewing something. You're allowed. Yeah, yeah. You're legally. You're allowed to under fair usage. People seem that seems to have been complete. Fair usage on YouTube is dead. Oh yeah, no one gives. I've got copyright strikes on stuff on YouTube for things we've said about products or about a TV show or about a situation because they've not liked the conversation. The conversation is a problem. Yeah. So I've had issues like that. You have a negative criticism against something, and and it's not just me. It's had that. Lots of people have had that. Yeah. Um, Joshua Doomed, uh, who's the Doomed Dog. I was on it, by the way. I I will mention that on here. He wanted me on an episode uh, just before Christmas. I did with him on his channel. Uh, We we were talking about like why video games kind of suck now. (laughs) That's what he wanted me on for. And I I kind of had to talk it over. Um, He... Go check that out if you like this podcast. He's the Doom Dog on YouTube. You'll find him and you'll see it. It's me. not a podcast. It's just on YouTube. No, it's a podcast. It's me oh, and him yeah. talking. But it's just got like my logo and his oh, logo. Look, oh, look it up. Yeah, I didn't realize you'd done that. And uh, he just got a, a strike for a video that played a video game. Right. Like Mario or something. Or Zelda. So he's he's like streaming Zelda. It goes up there. He gets a copyright strike. And he's like, did Nintendo really give me a st- copyright strike for playing their video game on YouTube. When he clicked on it, it was some Russian cunt. Really? Because the Russian cunt put a video out where he sings lyrics over the top of Nintendo songs. This is actually what the videos are. He sits there and sings in Russian lyrics he's made up over the top of songs on Nintendo games, and he is giving copyright strikes to people for using the same song (laughs) that he has sung over, and YouTube are taking (laughs) videos down for it. Like how the where the fuck have we gone wrong? What has happened? Oh, it's because he's Russian. They want to piss the Russians off. Well, no, because that's how easy it is to abuse uh, YouTube's copyrights. You could any cunt could go on a video and go claim it. He's used something of mine, and YouTube have to look into it, and and they'll give you a strike and take the video down until until they've all, reviewed it. You have the choice to go, yeah, I accept, or no, I want to battle this. But you have to then say, I have the rights to use this, and you have to sit there and go, do I have rights to use this? Does he have the rights to use it? You're not having to prove he doesn't have rights to use it. Then You've got to prove ca- that you do. Then counterclaim him, eh? That's what I told him to do. I'd, go, I'd copyright strike every yeah, fucking video. Yeah, I'd copyright video, strike everything he Everything does. he's ever fucking done. Yeah. And I'd, I'd post it online and get 100 other cunts to copyright yeah. claiming too. Yeah. Tell me, you know, I'll fucking do it. I'm going to fuck. But yeah, so like, but that's what I mean. So th- this blocking is very similar to what we're just, what we're just saying. That like, There is stuff going on online. I mean, in the UK, you can actually get arrested for tweeting. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, you know? God. You can get arrested because you misgendered someone online. Oh, fuck off. You misgendered that rapist that went sent to the female prison. Yeah, he didn't fuck boys, he <laughs> fucked girls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that rapist who fucked women, he's now, he is now she, and you misgendered him. Because now he's a lesbian. Because he's a lesbian woman in a female prison. You're like, well, look, why am I defending the gender rights of a rapist? I mean, that, like, what is going on? Why are the police defending the gender rights of a rapist? We are moving into bizarro world. Yep. But carry on. <laughs> He's been blocked and it's legal. Yeah, so then he got arrested and now it is like legally binding that he is now blocked from seeing her regardless of whether she unblocks him or not. And he can no longer, no longer see the child either. Yes. So he writes her a bunch of letters asking her to unblock him and for them to work it out to which he gets no response. 
So he knows that she that Beth always goes to her dad's for Christmas. Even though her dad thinks he's a cunt. Yeah, but he's not allowed there anymore. So he basically parks on the outskirts of the property, climbs because he her dad lives in like some the secluded middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So he climbs Scotland up. or somewhere like yeah, yeah, some weird place, <laughs> some weird place, Scotland, the weird place. Yeah. So basically, he you know, he, he jumps a fence, he walks through a field, and he, he finds himself on the outskirts, and then he sees her dad carrying a blocked out carrier, and she walks in behind, so she's had the baby, and he goes there year after year, every year, year after year, every single time, because he's the only connection to his own child that he has. Yeah. Is to watch a blurred out thing walk in and out of the house, and he leaves a present one year, but it's not really that consequential you just see him do it yeah he leaves yeah he leaves something small for the child on the on like wrapped up on the on the um on the wall on the outside of the building and then as he wakes up from his drunken stupor one night he sees on the news that there's been a train accident which is mentioned in other episodes yeah and uh on it is is beth and he now can see her you can face. see it because it's the it's the first time he's seen her in five, five years, six years, yeah, maybe long, maybe six maybe years, longer, really, yeah. five, six years. And it is reported that she has died, which is why the block is now gone because she's deceased. So the woman he was in love with, he's never moved on. Like no, he broke no, him. Never situ- the idea that he's got a kid out there he can never see, and he got blocked by this Keeps lover, him tethered. Has kept it yeah it's kept him tethered to her like if she blocked him and there was no kid involved got any, he, he might, might have, have just gone over, right? over it but, but then no, if there's no kid involved he would never have broken up with her but now there's this kid involved like he doesn't know he didn't do it what did he do wrong be a bit gobby in an argument well, there he, was there, there was a point like and you see when in the five years that he is spying on them that he sees that as a girl yeah he sees long hair and a skirt and a dress and stuff so like that he knows he's had a daughter he's like so i have a daughter i can't see the, the, which plays into these men that lose rights to to their kids and they fucking fight in court so and like, fucking fuck? it's so fuck it's so against men even today yeah. even though things are a little bit more equal it's still so against yeah, men. you can have a guy who's got a full-time job owns his own house the mum hasn't got a job and they still give it to the mum yeah oh she's better you're better off with the mum i was like are they are, are they, they really are they really are, are they the, the dad's got his own, the mum lives on a council estate in the middle of nowhere and he's taking benefits but dad's, dad's right, a cunt dad's oh, rights okay. are still bullshit even it's, today it's, yeah it's very fucking weird so it's so like it does play a little bit into that he's got no leg to stand on no you're telling me I have a child I cannot fucking view because the mum has decided I'm not allowed to see him and the law is going to back up yep so he now sees his opportunity that he can go and see his daughter for the first time in five years in, since she's been born how heartbreaking would that be that the woman that you were in love with probably still in love with probably still in love with any photo he picks up she's blurred out because yeah, yeah. that's how the thing yeah, works right? yeah, any facial recognition is gone any any image of her he can no longer see the first time he sees her face in five, six maybe seven years the kids yeah, maybe even eight right you don't know how old yeah and she's dead well the wife is and the dead. wife is dead but the first time he gets to see her face in all that time period is a, something saying she's dead well that's got to be dark like to sit there and go the oh it's per- horrible I've not seen this person in five, six, seven years um and I really wish I could see them. Now I can see them. Brilliant. I can see them because they're dead. So he now takes this opportunity that at Christmas he can go. He will go and see his daughter for the first time. Yeah. He's not taking no for an answer. This is what he's doing. Yeah. So he rocks up there with a the snow globe as a present. And he sees the girl building a snowman in the, in the, in the garden. Bends down on one knee and goes, hello, darling. As she turns around, she is Asian. She's a little Chinese girl. She's a little Chinese girl. And he goes, the fuck? And that's when we get the little flashback scenes that 
when she when Beth was singing the song, she wasn't singing it to him. She was sending him to the she Chinese fella behind him. Chinese behind him. Which is also the guy they had round for dinner. With the when she realised she was pregnant. And it's the same one that Cooper went up to when she went missing. Yep. So he didn't know either. Oh yeah, he doesn't know this is his daughter. Yeah, either. so you know, he realises that his wife, that he thought their relationship was perfect up was until that point. Was having an affair with her, what? Well, at least shagged him once. It seemed more than that from the... The the song. Yeah, she loved him. She was in love with him, but she couldn't get out of it. She couldn't get out of the relationship. Because, well, because she'd had an affair or whatever, right? Yeah. So, she on him. And maybe the guy was like, "Look, Cooper's a nice geezer. I like, come on, you know." We had some fun, but it's all it was. Yeah. You know, and it's also this is why she acted like she did when she got when she found out she was pregnant. Because you can't have the kid because it ain't yours, mate. Yeah. It's gonna come out Chinese, I, and you're gonna go, "Why is I, Why have you got a little Chinese fella for yeah. your child?" Yeah. You know, it's gonna kick off massively. So he, this is at the point where you can just see Cooper's mind just, it breaks in half. He's heartbroken. In, in, in so many conceivable ways. He's heartbroken about the fact that Naomi knows she had an affair. Yeah. That all this stuff was because she couldn't own up to the fact that she'd done something wrong. Yeah. But the, all this time he believed he had a child and he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. And he, and he can't take it. No, he literally, it breaks him mentally. And he follows the girl inside. And there's, the, there's best dad. In the kitchen. Who already hates the guy. Oh, yeah, hates him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's established straight away. He doesn't like him. And he's like, what are you doing here? I want to see my daughter. You don't have a fucking daughter. No, you don't have a daughter. There's no daughter before you here. gone. You have no reason to be here. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he literally just repeats this over and over. And the old man's like, look, you need to fucking go. And... Yeah, after so many times of repeating himself, Cooper loses it and fucking bashes the old man over there. But the dad tries to shove him out of there, right? He tries to grab him and get him out. And then he hits him with the snow globe. But does he get physical? I think the dad comes towards him. He's like, fuck off. And does him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I remember him saying fuck off. And he, yeah, he clocks him over the head with the snow globe in in the wrapping paper. And then hit Cooper in his... Uh, stupor. <laughs> Cooper in stupor. But yeah, yeah, he kind of snaps out of it and he's just like, oh, okay. fuck, I need to get out of here because I've just killed a man and leaves the girl on her own. Just runs away. He doesn't even think about her. No. The yeah. only thing is the intent isn't there to go, what about the girl? The intent is like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because he ditches all his shit. And then just before he leaves, there's a little thing. He looks up at the clock. And the clock is the exact same one that's in the cabin. So this is where we jump back into Matt and Cooper in the cabin. And he goes, that clock looks familiar. Why is that clock here? And then he gets up. Cooper gets up, looks out the window and just sees body or this something. little figure by the tree. And Matt goes up to him and he goes, and what happened to the little girl? And it takes a couple of little prompts. Because he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to. He said, no, look, look, you've come so far. You've got to tell me. Yeah, tell me what happened to the girl. What happened to her? And then Cooper goes, he waited until Boxing Day. She came down and she realized that no one was coming to help. So she got her jacket on. And went into the car. And she went out and it was a blizzard. And she went out and he went, how far did she get? And that's when you look out again through Cooper's eyes out to the window. And you see the little coat that the girl was wearing and it's just her. Dead by the tree. She she succumbed to the cold very, very quickly because she's only little. And... He goes, I need you to tell me that it's your fault. And he goes, it was my fault. And that's when Matt turns around, claps his hands. He's like, there, I told you I could fucking do it. Told you I could do it. I got the confession. I'm out of here. Yeah. And then boom, he's now in the police office. And the job we saw him do earlier with the mind with the the algorithm is what he was doing then they're using an algorithm uh mind copy to get a confession 
They got a cookie out of Cooper, who's now in a holding cell, literally just down the hallway. Because uh, it, it has all of his consciousness in it, it knows exactly what he did. Yeah. They just had to break it down enough for him to get him to confess, which is pretty like fucking minority report. Well, it's not even an actual confession. It's not he personally confessed. It's his consciousness his, did. His consciousness did once it was transported elsewhere, which yeah. is insane. And once it was transported elsewhere, you can put it to the same time compression, the same issues, the same shit he did earlier, which is why he was brought in as an expert to mindfuck the guy. Yeah. So, you know, that happens. And woman who's in charge of the uh, investigation goes to Cooper in the cell and goes, we've got your confession. The device on your head gave us everything. So... And he said, "What? What?" He's- yeah, you're going away for a lot because he hasn't spoken to anybody since it happened. He hasn't. He's been completely homeless and everything. He, he ran away. He just tried to hide. His yeah, light. he's yeah. been completely mute, and he hasn't said nothing to anybody. But his consciousness gave it away. So they go back into the room, and Matt's like, "Right, deal's a deal. You let me go." And he went, "Yep, but we've changed the deal." What do you mean you changed the deal? He's like, "You're free to go, but we're now going to put you on the register for nonces." Yeah, the block list for everyone. And you are blocked from everyone. So... And not only are you blocked, your silhouette is no longer white and hazy, it's red. Which is the register for people that are sex offenders. Which is a weird thing, because the cunt ain't a sex offender. He doesn't belong on that list. No, but but he... Because he was implicated in the murder of Harry, and he didn't report it, and they found out... Because because this is one thing that's not really mentioned until really later on. I put it in my notes a lot earlier, but it is mentioned really later on. Is that when his wife found out... She blocked him. Yes. And the child. His wife blocked him and the child. So he literally experienced the exact same thing as Cooper. And yeah, she grasped him in, which is where he is now. And it's either prison or you help us with this case. So he's like, well, I don't want to go to fucking prison. Yeah, I'll take the case. I'll take the case. But then they went at the end of it, right, well, you're free to go, but you're blocked by everyone, which is a fucking huge fuck you to the guy. Because you always think like, actually, this cunt, He's such a smooth talker, he could be useful. Yeah. More than once, but no, they they fuck him anyway. Yeah, they, yeah, they literally fuck him over completely. And yeah, he literally, you see the scene before the ending where he steps outside and yeah, he's everyone can everybody, see him. everybody's grey around him, but you see through the eyes of some other people. And he's red. And he's red. And that shows, like, some old lady stands in front of him and looks him up and down. She's disgusted. Yeah. The geezers are like, I'm gonna fucking beat this cunt up. You see, cunt. you see him yeah. grab something, eh? And, but you don't see anything that happens after. Yeah, like, oh, there's the nonce. I'm gonna go do him. Yeah. yeah so you yeah. never know what happens to him, but I'm pretty sure someone done him there. Oh, then, someone's yeah. gonna, yeah, he's gonna get a fuck a couple of beatings because all he is is red, which is the fucking worst thing you can do. But that reminds me of, like, you know, Nazi Germany. If you're a Jew, you wear the fucking star and everyone knows you're a Jew. Exactly. I could see us doing that, like, like we were talking about with White Bear. You're a pedo. You have to wear a necklace that is visible all day that tells everyone you're a fucking pedo. Mate, we get a lot of that with the COVID shit right now. Well, yeah. That's, that's literally... There's certain... A lot of people sitting there going, if you are unvaxxed, you need a fucking necklace that tells us you're unvaxxed. Yeah. Yeah, but there, there's, it's like, concent- not concentration camps, but you know, there's fucking places for people that are unvaccinated in Canada and Australia. Australia is really bad for it. Australia they, they, has centres. If you're not vaxxed... And you catch COVID, they take you from your house and they fuck you off to a centre to for sit. two weeks, and then until you're good, and then you fuck off back. That's bad. That's literally that's that's fucking Nazi Germany, man. You would get called an anti-Semite. You'd be called out for saying that. I've seen people get called it. How the fuck can you do? How the fuck can you say that's similar to Nazi Germany? I'm like, you're discriminating. You're discriminating people based on health. And where does that stop? 
maybe you start discriminating on people for being fat. So where does where does it when once you start passing laws that for the better health of society you can now alienate certain people, where does that stop? Once you pass it over COVID, does it start with the flu? Then what? <laughs> that, man's got the flu. Fucking hiding for a week. He's got hiding for a week. Yeah, and then but then what's Can't next? Can't even in his house to recuperate. He got fucking yeah, off somewhere. But it's like then what's next? Like what what's what's after the flu? We've done the flu. What measles? Cold, cold, chicken pox, <laughs> smallpox, like, and then after that, you're like, right, what else? Well, <laughs> he's got a rash. Yeah, it could he's be. He's got anything. a wonky eye. He's depressed. Yeah, like cold sores or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck him off. He can't be near people <laughs> until he's been treated. Like it's a slippery slope. But like, and listen, I don't want people with crabs using the same toilet and leaving a couple of those bad boys on the fucking no, seat when I sit down on the fucking thing I in the public. Either. But. I don't think they should be locked away for it. I think they should be taught about personal hygiene. <laughs> like, it's why Gina Carano got cancelled. Because she compared going after your neighbours for having different opinions over the election to going after your neighbours because they're Jews. Yeah. That's a valid comparison. It is. But you're not allowed to admit you're that. You're just not allowed to fucking say it. No, and it's the same not. with this. You can't say it's a concentration camp. You can't say that it's always the fucking yellow star on a Jew. Your vaccine passport's the same thing. Because... <laughs> the people that are advocating for the passport are going to call you out for fucking making that comparison because they think they act like they hate Nazis. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but they yeah. are the Nazis. They yeah. are the ones who they want to restrict speech. Well, the Nazis did that. They want to restrict ideas. The Nazis did that. They, they love censorship. They want to restrict you from going in public places. The Nazis did that. They want to strict public. They want to make you live in camps. I mean, all this stuff the Nazis did, and then they will sit there and go, well, Joe Rogan's clearly a Nazi. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because he's, he's, he's got skin out, eh? J.K. Rowling, transphobic Nazi, clearly. For having an opinion. For having an opinion on what a woman is. Listen, I want people to be happy. Trans, gay, black, white, whatever. Don't care. Yeah, I, I want you to fun. be happy. I couldn't give a shit. I don't want people lynched for... Having an opinion. Having an opinion. I just don't want that book burning. I mean, we're at that point. We're actually at... Wait, they're back to book burning books again. Wait, what's, was, what's being burned now? There was a trans rally uh, about two months ago where they were burning copies of Harry Potter. This, this happened. Oh, God damn it. This happened. Oh. You can look it up. It happened. No, I no, I had heard of that. It's fucking stupid. It's like, they're what? burning books in fucking oh. schools. They're banning stuff in schools like um, Slaughterhouse-Five is banned from schools. It's a Kurt Vonnegut book. Fucking brilliant book. Oh, no, essential book to it. read. read There's a few other ones on there that are really weird. Like, oh, yeah, um, there is a character in Huckleberry Finn called Jim. And his first word is the N-word. And he's N-word Jim. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah okay. I know, I know because when the Huck thing was written, and Tom Sawyer was written... It was even like the 80, 1800s. <laughs> it's an old fucking book. When that was written... That was okay to use. And Jim's not a bad guy. They just go, you're going to go see Jim? And it's like, what Jim? Oh, N-word Jim. Yeah? That, that's how that's it's how used it's in written. it. That's how it's written. In the book now, he is just Jim. Oh, give me that. He's not N-word Jim. And the thing is, like, if you don't like the N-word, well, this serves as a purpose to show you how far we've moved. Removing it does what? Doesn't show you that this was acceptable back in the day. It doesn't even tell you that, oh, that was a bit wrong. You just don't know about it anymore. No. It's like we can erase it. Oh, it's gone. Don't worry about it. It's fucking weird. And no matter the context, you could be quoting American History X in saying how bad certain parts of the film are. And you could quote it where the N-word comes up and you would be in trouble for quoting it. It's a great film. Because it's a fucking fantastic film. But you're in trouble because you're daring to say the word regardless of the fucking context. And this is the problem we're in. And this is the, this, this is the way these things are going. 
and like we're talking about nfts like we're talking about this episode with blocking people said this that the other can we do so like once they start moving laws to protect certain things once they start saying that certain words can't be said certain things books can't go to schools you can't say this online if that starts becoming legal that it affects your real life we are moving straight up towards a fucking dystopian... We're fucked. We, we're fucked. Then you combine it with everything else going on. People staying indoors because they're scared of viruses. Not I, I know people like that now. Yeah. Lockdown. Staying in stores because of viruses. Government telling you you have to fucking stay indoors. Then you're inside and all you're doing is consuming shit media with your fucking VR headset on in the metaverse. Ugh. Fucking talking to your mates as little cartoon characters and your fucking mate Johnny's turned up and he's a dog. And do you know what I mean he's like Brian from Family Guy and another cunt turns out he's Mr. Fucking Blobby and that's how you're interacting and then when you take your fucking headset off off comes the headset and you're sat in your small little room because you've all had to downgrade because you ain't earning that money anymore you, you've got no furniture your bed's in the corner you've got a little oven and a microwave you've got a sink and a shower and you've got your little bed and you're sitting there all lonely and it's all in one room and it's all in one room and you feel like shit you jump straight back in the fucking metaverse because at Brighter, least you're seeing it's something. Lovely. You can't go outside because you might catch COVID. You're fucked. Like, we are in such trouble. Like, the human race is in fucking trouble. Real trouble. And I, I, like, I've said it multiple times. I won't do it. I will, I will, I will not comply. Like, yeah, there's a I'm point where comply. I'm not going to comply. I'll happily play video games, but I will not put a headset on. I'm not living my life in a little fucking room eating fucking paste. It's like um, it's like, like you know, it's, it's like Ready Player One or uh, you ever seen Surrogates, Bruce Willis? Yeah, it's like that running out as a doll while you sit in your fucking thing running for its eyes. Yeah, and you're all fat and overweight, but yeah. your doll's hot and whatever else. Like the bit, the, the sex scene in that film, Surrogates, is dark. It's, yeah, it's of really, it is. they're in different rooms and like, it's, it's dark. Yeah, but like Ready Player One is at least fun. The book's a little bit more grim, but it's still it's because it's all games. <laughs> But it's still high spirited though. Like even Ready Player One is it's high spirited, and there's so much more to do. It, it is. It could. It could easily become addictive. Oh, it would be addictive. You've got to think like you take look at the way Gen Z are now. Like these young kids, they're always moaning. They can't find dates. They can't meet people because there's political standards. They're all over TikTok. These young girls in their twenties going, if he doesn't pay for the meal, it's patriarchy. If he doesn't this, it's that. So guys just ain't meeting chicks because it's, it's a, they're going to tell me I'm rapey for fucking winking at her at dinner table like. The ideology is taking over so much of people's lives that they're scared to fucking go on dates. So you're telling me the geezer sat at home ain't getting a real doll watching his headset and banging Angelina Jolie on his headset every night. Of course he fucking is. Yeah. But this is the issue with this episode. There's so many factors in it. You you, you do have this parental rights to see a child, um, to know you have a child. Is it your child? Like All that stuff is in there. You have the censorship issue of blocking people on Facebook because... You could block someone on Facebook that you live around the corner from now. Mm-hmm. And if that, was, if, imagine if that was legal. Imagine if that was legally binding. Imagine and if they didn't know you blocked them as well, eh? Yeah, they wouldn't know. They'd just go, who the fuck's that? And then they just see some fucking shadow walking down the street. And they're like... Yeah, and, and that, they walk, you see them walk into the house that you know they live in. You're like, wait, what the fuck? Who, yeah, what the fuck? Why have they done what? What have I done? You can't even ask them. Yeah. You can't even contact them and say, what's going on? Yeah. And uh, the... And, People are so blasé to block people on Facebook as well. Oh, people yeah. will be mates with someone for three or four years and they say something that offends them and they're like, fuck you, you're blocked. Like, people just do that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what she does with him. It's one argument. One argument. And she's, yeah. Even with John Hammer, even though, like, there's a serious thing, she blocks him before she fully understands what's the legal on. implications of what's yeah, going yeah. on. She blocks him and the kid. The kid doesn't even have a say in the matter. In, in a later season, I think season four, 
the uh, episode with the child being able to have the archangel. Archangel. Was, so when we get to that, we see more of that. The kids having no say in the matter. Yeah. And um, I suppose we should rate this one. 9.5. 9.5? I'll give it a 9. It's fucking good. It probably is the... I'd put this on par with Entire History Review, but in different ways. Very different ways. Oh, a lot of darker ways. I mean, Entire History Review is dark. This is darker. It takes what we saw in White Bear with the being able to perpetually torture someone yeah. in these areas uh, and amps that up a bit. It takes a bit of... What, I'm not sure which torture is worse. <laughs> I think they're the same. I think... I think, But one can last forever. That's the difference. The yeah. algorithm can... The you copy of you can be there forever. Yeah. It, can, it can be tortured forever. And obviously that comes up again in San Junipero. Well, that's the thing. We actually didn't talk about the ending. The, the, yeah. the, the very... The oh, very yeah. Sorry, the very ending, yeah. Matt, Matt leaves and uh, as they are exiting like the coppers are exiting for christmas the one of the coppers puts the consciousness of uh, of cooper in the cookie on a thousand year loop loop and you see him in the cabin with the the image of the of the little girl dead by the tree and the clock on the wall in the same cab what you realize when you get to that point in the story where cooper meets the old man like finds the like meets the interact with the old man in the in the cabin before he kills him it's the same room yeah he all he hears is noddy holder fucking slade's um, God, could, could be christmas Christ. every day so he grabs the radio smashes it and it's back and as he fire. does it another one appears so he's now got double so he smashes that now he's got triple smashes that now he's got four radios blaring out that song yeah. for a thousand for a loop for a thousand years i've never years. been able to listen to that song again after this episode actually so you think that's his that is his consciousness that cookie's consciousness for a thousand years I, I'm listening to about that, that song. nothing annoys me more than christmas music i hate christmas i fucking music. hate it I fucking hate when i walk in a place and it's always the same so every year same yeah. songs for about three weeks, same shit played everywhere. The radio, every fucking way. Yeah. Every cunt is playing the same songs over and over and over. And it drives me nuts. So it's perfect that that's his punishment, is yeah. the fucking Christmas music. Uh, listen, it could be worse. Could have been Mariah Carey. Yeah. Either way, just that's just one song on repeat for a thousand years. Yeah. That's... that's you'd kill yourself after three days I had a friend and every time he used to go around his house he'd just fucking play fucking Numb by Linkin Park on repeat on repeat oh god there's better Linkin Park songs yeah fuck and I would sit there and go please play something fucking else he had the whole album but he would put his fucking CD player and be like Numb done and you'd be there for two hours playing like a fucking video game and it would just be he would not want to change it no it's my best song it's my favourite song I'm like you're you're going to ruin it what the fuck are you doing yeah, like, and he, he need, never seemed to be bothered by it. Oh, and then we God. started calling him Numbskull as his nickname because he fucking <laughs> constantly played Numb. And there was a band called Zebrahead. Oh, yeah, Zebrahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they had a song that was quite popular for a bit. And then he would do it with that song. He'd just play it on repeat over and over and over. The same song. And I was yeah, like, this geezer's, fucking, this geezer's a mong. There's something not right with him. Yeah. Yeah. There's but obsession no, and there's that. Yeah, so like that that is brutal. It's like solitary confinement on acid, you know, like... Yeah, so I, th- I think we're done. That episode may be the quintessential Black Mirror episode, White Christmas. And I'm not one to like rate Christmas episodes that highly of anything. Same. In fact, I skip them after time. Yeah. I hate it. When I, went, I remember that Jurassic World, the first Jurassic World, and it's set at Christmas randomly. When they're going to the island, the kids and all that, they're like, oh, Merry Christmas. And they go, I'm like, why the fuck are they doing that? Iron Man 3 is another one. Iron Man 3 is, yeah, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, that's what like, it is. 
Spider-Man, uh, Far From um, Nowhere Home is set at Christmas. Yeah. I don't need Christmas involved in this. It doesn't add anything to the fucking plot. Die Hard. Gremlins. Never Die Hard Gremlins. is a Christmas film. Gremlins is a Christmas film. It's intrigual to the story. Yeah. He's trying to get a Christmas present for his kid for Christmas. To and it's a gremlin. Mackerel. And in, in uh, Die Hard, he's trying to get home to his wife that he's had problems with for Christmas. Like, it's part of the plot line. But Iron Man 3, there is no reason that is at Christmas. Other than they wanted to release it and make a bit of extra money off a Christmas film. It's true. They can fuck right off of yeah, that shit. Yeah, it's true. You could delete that scene with a little kid talking about Christmas and it wouldn't make a blind bit of difference. Yeah. But yes, I think we're done. This is probably the quintessential episode of Black Mirror. We've spoken a lot about... I think we may have even spoken more about technology on this one than we did the first episode. Big time. I can't tell. I can't tell until I hear it back, but I think we really, really did focus on that. And that's what that was why we're doing it. A big part of why we're doing Black Mirror is because the world has changed way too much. Oh, big time. Like, it's, it's insane. We're, we're, clo- we're close to a lot of the things that Black Mirror predicted. Yeah, and it is a prediction at this point. And it's a little bit like with stuff like The Matrix, the stuff we saw in that movie where, uh, you know, this metaverse is very close to well, logging into the Matrix. We've now got vegetarian food that tastes like chicken. Uh, soon, we won't know. Soon, they won't even label what you're eating. They'll yeah. sit there and go, here's your beef burgers, and you just won't know it's not beef. Yeah, soon, yeah. we're going to end up with that. Well, Burger King's already got the Impossible Burger. Eh? Yeah, but soon, it won't say the Impossible Burger. Soon, you'll go in and go, I have a Whopper, and that's just what you get. <laughs> yeah. They'll eventually, we'll change over to it, and they won't tell you. And it will get so good, you won't know the difference. And they'll charge you the same. But there's something not right with that. Something doesn't fit right with mm, Lying to the public. Yeah, you're lying to people. But no, thanks for listening to this one. Yeah, I, cheers, guys. I enjoy talking about Black Mirror, and I enjoy talking about this kind of subject. I'm looking forward to season three. We're going to do season three. We, we, we're also got, you know, season four or five to do down the line as well. It's maybe maybe we'll year. try and fit in Bandersnatch somewhere. Yeah. Whatever season that was closest to, we might throw that in there as That's well. That's between four and five. Yeah. But five. no, thanks for uh, listening to this one, because it's almost half past one in the morning for us recording this. But no, thanks for listening to this one. Cheers, guys. guys. We enjoyed this. Uh, take care. Cheers. Cheers.